You are now off the clock. No more email, no more messages, no more messages. I'm on the clock. Welcome to the show. These are the conversations we can have off the clock. Sometimes they're nothing, sometimes they're everything. I'm your host, Triple D. How you guys been? Welcome to 2023. I've returned for the umpteenth time. And uh, yeah, I don't have a, an excuse other than I, I just kind of fell off and I, I was hard to find motivation. But you know, it is what it is. And I've returned yet again, ready and willing to give you guys something different. There's been a... a a huge surge in the podcast world, which is fine. You know, it's not, we're not gatekeeping over here, but my goal is always to be a little bit different. So you're not going to get a bunch of relationship talk and what men should do and what women should do, unless it fits a specific topic. Um, No red pill, blue pill, none of that. You're going to get my concentrated randomness. With it being a new year, I figure I'd come back and start off with um, sort of a, a, a resolution, so to speak. And that's going to be the focus of this particular episode. And the resolution I want you guys to try this year is to let creators create. Simply put, let the people that are willing to create and dive into the deep end of the creative process, let them do their thing. Everyone's entitled to their opinions, but... I feel like in in recent years, we've come to this this real weird era where I think a lot of creators are afraid to be creative. And it makes perfect sense when you see a lot of uh, reviews and opinions and takes. It just it's just a lot. So, as always, we got to talk about how this episode came about. So I have been recently listening to the Questlove audio book. Uh, creative quest it's a great listen Um, i have the physical uh, which it's probably going to be one of those ones i go back and reread from time to time it's really cool how quest love kind of breaks down um not just the basic process of you know or excuse me the basics the basis of his creative process but just how creativity works in general um and how it can be so different and how inspiration can hit you at a moment's notice. There's a ton of great examples in there. And um, it really was probably the driving force behind me wanting to get back into podcasting after such a long unintended hiatus, um, as well as other kind of mental blocks. But not just podcasting. There's other things I want to I kind of want to try and take part in. Uh, but when it comes to creativity or just, you know, being a creator, uh, however you decide to 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 define it because it's become one of those words that a lot of people kind of throw on themselves and you know there can always be a little bit of I don't know there can always be some some discussion and disagreement as to what a creative really is but for the sake of this podcast we're going to talk about just people who genuinely create new things uh, whether it's music art writing uh, podcasting and to a certain degree, you know, streaming content creators. 
first and foremost, I want to give a salute to all of you. Kudos to you, because the process of being creative is a lot more in depth than a lot of people think. Those who consume, um, whether they intend to or something comes across their their radar, a lot of I think a lot of people don't really understand exactly what goes into creating something new, uh, the birth of an idea, bringing it to life, the process of bringing it to life, the roadblocks, etc. There's a lot to it. And for those who really want to see their thing or dream or however you want to phrase it come to fruition, it's in many cases, it's not as quick and easy overnight as other pieces of media may lead you to believe. And if that weren't enough, there's also the hurdle of today's audience. Now, you always have to deal with an audience. But when I tell you today's audience is crazy hard to please, it's it's wild. And if we're being honest, today's audience has, in my opinion, in many cases, entirely too much power. Now, let me be clear. I know the difference between criticism and complaining. The problem is a lot of the loudest voices don't seem to know the difference between criticizing and complaining. A lot of it is just straight up complaining. And that comes from an audience who over quite a few years now have become really entitled and imposing what they feel they deserve or what they demand over other people's visions. And again, there's nothing wrong with having certain expectations, but when you get to a point where you place your expectations on someone else's vision, and when that doesn't come true, you have a legit gripe and feel that this piece of content shouldn't be taken seriously or shouldn't be valued or respected, that's a problem. Again, there's nothing wrong with being disappointed, but... I lately over the past few years, there have been straight up crusades over people not getting what they expected and in many cases was not weren't even promised and feel that that's grounds to, in some cases, uh, trash people's careers, the effort that people put into what was given. And I just feel like that's not right. If you want an example of that, look up any superhero movie uh, conversation in the past five, six years. It'll be a short search. And I don't think it's fair because in a lot of cases we've seen that certain fan bases, and I'm not singling out one. This happens in music, um, TV, and movies. Uh, But you'll see these, these personalities rise up and say, if I don't get X, Y, Z, in whatever you have planned, I've already decided that I don't like it. And the crazy thing about that is sometimes y'all do like it, but because you've you've been so loud condemning something before it was even finished or before it was even viewed that we can tell when some of you have to feel like you have to double down to save face, that can't be enjoyable. I'm in my late 30s. I remember growing up and you'd get movie trailers Nowhere near as frequently as you do now. And they definitely didn't give away as much. But I think the best part about that, and I hate to be that, you know, back in my day guy, was that you knew something was coming, as in a movie or TV show. You just hoped it was good. You didn't go into it with this checklist of things that you needed to see 
in order for it to be considered good. You went in with a blank slate. And even if it wasn't that great, the fact that you went in just ready to take in whatever you were presented with, it kind of made the whole thing enjoyable at the very least. Now, I've, I've been through my, my share of bad movies, but very rarely have I seen something or, you know, listened to something where I was just like, you know what, this is just God awful. And even if it was, it wasn't enough for me to just go on online and complain about it. Um, now, granted, I, I do understand that that is the time we live in. Everyone is a critic, not to be confused with the fact that everyone is entitled to their own opinion because everyone is entitled to their own opinion. But you get a person who talks enough about movies um, or music or TV shows and they they will deem themselves a critic. Sometimes it's verified. Sometimes it's just another person with a with a platform. And that's a whole nother conversation. But the point I'm trying to get to is we need to really step back from this this expectation entitlement. It's not doing much good. I I feel like when I when I see people take in things, very rarely am I seeing that many people talk about how they enjoy things. There's more posts about how much people hated a thing. And again, here and there you'll get people with valid Uh, criticisms and valid gripes on why they didn't enjoy something. But the majority of it, the loudest voices, the highest like and view counts, it's just people complaining because they didn't get the thing they thought they should get, even though in many cases it wasn't promised to you. And again, the, the main thing I'm trying to get to here is don't put your expectations on someone else's vision. And if you feel so strongly about what you envision for something, especially if it's a pre-existing property, people make fan animations and covers and uh, fanfics all day. Have at it. Don't be mad at the people who got the budget. And again, there's nothing wrong with critiquing and criticizing, but just straight up complaining. And the worst part about complaining is I can't stand when somebody uses their review to try to skew someone else's before they've even seen it. It's a big pet peeve of mine when you see people get on social media and go, don't even watch this thing because it's not that good or I didn't like it. So, you know, don't watch it. Not to be confused with um, trigger warnings and stuff like that. That's a completely different conversation. Those have more of a valid place in today than you telling people not to see something or you condemning something and expecting others to just go along with it. That that speaks more to you thinking you have more clout than you think you have or than you actually have and people not being able to think for themselves and take in uh, media for themselves and process it on their own and come up with their own opinion. It's wild how we're still with a lot of the group think and the hive mind stuff when it comes to to entertainment. And we got to be real careful with this because it's going to get to a point where people are going to be afraid to create or they're going to be tiptoeing around everything and stuff's just not going to be interesting. Things are going to get real cookie cutter. It's been so many reboots. I don't understand how people haven't seen that. If you keep trying to flood and demand the same old thing, you're going to get the same old thing. And then you're going to complain about wanting something different when every time you've gotten something different, you've you've complained or cried about it. Prime example, this most recent rendition of um, Scooby-Doo, the Velma series that's supposed to be on HBO Max. I don't know if it's on there yet. I've been wanting to check it out. But people up in arms 
because Velma is a person of color. Um, I think they made another core character, possibly gay or bisexual. I, I, I can't remember right off the top of my head, but it was going to be of all the the tons of different versions of the Scooby-Doo gang, which we've had so many versions. This was going to be the most different. And apparently that was too much for people because people were complaining at just ridiculous levels. Well, why does she need to be this? Why do they need to be that? Why does it have to be about this? Because we Scooby-Doo has done everything that it's known for at least 10 times fold. Let's try something different. But more importantly, if you, you hate different things that much, you don't have to watch it. You can just watch something else or the same thing over and over again. I'm not saying don't voice your opinion, but some of y'all be going real hard on your opinion when it it's really not that deep and your opinions don't carry nearly as much weight as you think it does. And I truly don't think a lot of you realize how impactful certain comments and critiques can be. While, yes, Internet voice can be means for change, a lot of times it gets things canceled or or shelved. And that puts a lot of people, the people who are actually doing the creating and the producing, it puts them either in limbo or in some cases out of work. Now, I'm not saying that you should champion everything. You know, there's going to be bad media here and there. What I'm saying and what this is all about is sometimes you just need to let creators create. If you're not feeling it and it's just not for you, you can say it's not for you. But another huge pet peeve of mine is how the default is if you're not feeling it and it's not that great trash everything is trash that is the most generic middle school minded thinking that has taken over the world it didn't really wow me so i'm just gonna call it trash and it's it's so corny Like I've been in situations over the past few years where someone will call something trash. And if I have time, I'll ask them, explain to me why said thing was was trash. And they'll go through and we'll talk it out. And by the end of it, they'll realize that, you know what? It was all right. It wasn't that bad. I mean, it didn't blow my blow my socks off or anything like that, but it was all right. You can say things are just all right, but because everybody wants to be cool and call things trash, you don't realize that you could possibly be halting future products or excuse me, future productions from a certain group of people, uh, you know, um, stopping work for certain actors, musicians, directors. It's it's sometimes people get so loose mouthed on the Internet that sometimes you don't realize that sometimes you do affect people's uh, livelihoods. I'm not saying that you need to walk on eggshells and tiptoe around things, but just be like a little mindful that people in high places do look into feedback. And if they're seeing people just call things trash without giving it an explanation, a lot of times they're not going to go through and read and dig deeper. It's just that if enough people say that they don't like it, even if they did, even if they didn't like hate it or anything like that, I feel like you got a better chance of something getting improved if people just say you know what it was all right but it wasn't that great it could have been better you got a better chance of getting improvement as opposed to just a whole bunch of it sucked it was trash and seeing the the you know the higher ups just go okay we'll go ahead and scrap it and we'll just start fresh prime example of that look at what warner brothers been doing with the dc movies 
some of those movies weren't that bad. But because people had unrealistic expectations for them to be in par with Marvel productions, when they didn't meet those standards, you got a wave of complaining. And a lot of times these guys in suits, they don't have patience. And it's being shown more and more in current times that they want wins right off the bat. When if more people would have said, you know what, it, it could have been better. It could be expanded on. Then I, I, me personally, more specifically, I don't think the DCEU would be in as much chaos and turmoil as it is at this, you know, time or this recording. But I think people are so caught up with wanting to pick a side and everything's got to, you know, have battle lines. If you, if enough people call something trash and you say it wasn't that bad, people look at you like you're crazy. You might there might have been something in there that that connected with you that resonated with you or you just enjoyed it. You simply enjoyed it and you're still in a place of, you know, it could have been better, but it wasn't that bad. It was I got some things from it that I actually liked. There has to be some sort of change or entertainment in media. They're they're going to become so bland and pleasing to one set of masses that it's just not going to be good anymore. But more more specifically, people, we need creativity. We need new ideas. We need to expand our thinking. A lot goes into the creative process. And those who are actually willing to take on the creative process, even when they even if it's a miss, they still need to be allowed the space to create. Now, if they're making some some wild stuff and I don't I feel like I shouldn't have to. <laughs> Or I, I don't feel like I should have to go into detail on what I'm talking about. Obviously, they need to be shut down. But just in the guise of just trying something different, we need to let the creators create. Let them inspire people. You'd, you'd be surprised where inspiration is found. If you're actually open-minded enough to look, you might find the next masterpiece in something that wasn't that great. But the people who are willing to dive in and take a swing at building need to be allowed to do so. So let them do it. If you got a a kid in your life that's drawing and, you know, you don't quite understand what they're going for, as long as it's not anything like crazy explicit or offensive, give them the room to, to explore that. Let them develop that. Same with music. There are so many other genres out there than the usual there are so many different sounds you'd be surprised that if you actually sat down with a clear mind and open ears you you might be into with tv and movies there are so many different stories that i'm sure people are dying to tell no matter how weird they are they they just afraid maybe no one's gonna get it or no one's gonna want to hear those stories and you never know those of you who are afraid or feel like they don't have any creativity in themselves, you might actually discover some. If you let these guys create and do their thing, you never know. You might find it in yourself. You might be inspired and take a swing at it yourself. But we won't know if we keep trying to silence and stifle creativity. And I'm not talking about anyone in particular, but just we got to stop being so quick to put these limits on almost everything. So let the creators create. I'm your host, Triple D. You know where you can find me. O-F-F-T-H-A, Clock Podcast, on pretty much everything. 
uh, triple underscore D on the Twitter that I'm barely on. But hey, you can always hit me up. Um, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, you can find my randomness on TikTok under triple underscore D O T C. And I will see you guys next time.